0: DJs, I'm your host. Talking Trek Live is on the air. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we are here to celebrate with you today. Coming up in 48 hours, Star Trek Day across the world. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that very briefly. Got a lot of stuff happening in the Star Trek universe, and uh, we'll get you up to speed. In the meantime, let's find out who's partying with us here tonight. And to our traditional server sound off. Good evening. Welcome, Data Systems Technical Chief. As always, taking the lead position there, the pole position on server 27. What's up, Starbase on server 8? Good evening, Scaly on 193. Prater 5 on 152. Steven Aaron on 129. Jerry Ryan on 146. Good evening to you. Tammy Moza on 20, Twob on 22, good evening, Devil's Advocate on server 20, Hank on server 15, smiling on a Swarm Sunday, I get it, Battle Droid on 13, Lieutenant Razick on 15, good evening to you, welcome, <laughs> hello there, housekeeping says honorary server 15, blokeman on European server 134, Hogan Stogie, server 28, welcome to the show, Royal Power on server 36, Shade 85 on server 18. How you doing? Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Welcome, Commander Taylor on 192. Hudson 146. Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Miss Harley Quinn on server 31. Herc on 25. Serenity 88. Server 133. In the hizzy. Tavi Mosa says hello. Happy show, everybody from server 20. Dreamweaver level 50, bro. Level 50. Meows is in the house. Server 27. Burn like ice on 143. Omicron on 16. Morath on. 15. Infinite Key on server 9, Darth Skywarp on 32, Wicked Witch joining us on server 15, Ragnar on server 8, Chronic Break on 18, Corad on 15, Data 38 on server 32. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, but can she cook? I don't know. Can a level 50 cook? Hey, what's up iPhone on server 15, Royal Power says if I... <laughs> you guys are having a lot of fun with this. Royal Power says, if I say server 15, will the bot take me for the game? (laughs) Oh, y'all's funny. Y'all's funny. Ah, That's good stuff. Good evening, welcome in twenty-two additional messages and uh, hello and good evening to you guys. Appreciate you all being here. Good evening. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Your mics are potted up, and I'd like to say hello and uh, what's up to the entire galaxy. Happy Star Trek Day, uh, two days early. I won't see you again until Star Trek Day is upon us. So I would like to go ahead and, and preemptively. I'd like to be the first person in the galaxy to say Happy Early Star Trek Day. And uh, very, very excited about that. Going to give you uh, some updates on what CBS is doing coming up here right after uh, the Stupid News. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Talking Trick Studios, it's time for the Stupid News. Stupid, Stupid News! 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 No! News! <laughs> uh, Scalyback is trying to boo me right now. He's trying, but Mr. Roboto has other plans. Good evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what's going on. All right, Scaly. All right, Scaly, I get it. You love the stupid news. Let me get on with it, okay? I'll get on with it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is now saying that she did not know that salons were closed in San Francisco when she got her hair done the other day and that she was set up by the salon owner. And if you believe that, you may in fact believe that Star Wars is based on a true story in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, I, I'm guessing she should just apologize. Probably move on. This is not the hill to die on. <laughs> Get it? Because, because hair. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, give me credit. There's a lot of there's a lot of dumb hair puns, but that one, that one was a cut above. <laughs> Royal insiders say Prince Andrew has visited the Queen to conduct crisis talks over his friendship with billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. I'm surprised he had the time. Uh, rumor has it he's supposed to be helping his girlfriend uh, with uh, studying for her SATs. Uh, Britney, Spe- <laughs> Britney Spears says her conservator arrangement was voluntary, folks, and that she wanted someone to control her finances. She said, no, she said this was a legit thing. She said, otherwise, listen, i know me. I'm going to spend it all on Fritos and Fireball. No, actually, in all seriousness, she said, now she doesn't have to get phone calls from Kevin Federline asking for a bigger alliance. Uh, allowance. Alliance. Kevin Federline plays this game, and he struggles in Crucible of War. (laughs) He needs a bigger alliance. New York Mets legend Tom Seaver. Ladies and gentlemen, a bit of sadness today. New York Mets legend Tom Seaver died at the age of 75, and it's a terribly sad story. I know, it's so sad that he pitched for the Mets absolutely terrible. However, uh, because of social distancing, his family says he can only have about 100 people at his funeral. They say it's appropriate because it's going to make him feel at home. It'll be just like a Mets game. Uh, (laughs) Intelligence officials now believe that China has the world's biggest navy. Not to be outdone, the U.S. has the world's biggest old navy, and they got great deals all Labor Day weekend. Oddly enough, most of it did come from China, so (laughs) you got that. David Blaine is in the news. Have you guys seen this video? Actually super cool. David Blaine held a cluster of 52 helium balloons and flew to over 18,000 feet over the town of Page, Arizona in a stunt that was live-streamed on his YouTube page. People think David Blaine is the best magician in New York, although some people are arguing. Some people are arguing, claiming that the mayor has made half of the city's population disappear. (laughs) So... (laughs) some competition david got some competition there (laughs) a new book a new tell-all book is out claiming melania trump used a private email address while she was in the white house can you believe this ladies and gentlemen which is uh, of course what the republicans were mad at hillary clinton for doing except that hillary was sending you know business information classified information or allegedly which could have been illegal melania Listen, she was just using it to order more coloring books for President Trump. Okay, it's fine. Oh, yeah, Don Jr. in there, too. She just, that's all. It was order confirmations. Uh, A video of two women getting into a wild fistfight at New York's LaGuardia Airport has gone viral. If you're not sure why they were so angry, uh, you've never flown out of LaGuardia. Okay, (laughs) we'll just leave it there. Uh, Amber Heard, You uh, you guys know this name, right? Amber Heard. Uh, Apparently, Johnny Depp's on again, off again girlfriend will now accusing Johnny Depp of a smear campaign and suing him for $100 million. $100 million. I'm I'm wondering if the suit's going to go away when they get back together again. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. It's like, hello? (laughs) Amber's for real. You admitted to pooping on the guy's bed. What could he possibly say that makes you look worse? I mean, seriously, how much of a smear campaign could it be? When you literally said in public, you pooped on his bed. Uh, There is potentially a smear campaign here, but it's not by Johnny Depp. (laughs) Get it? Smear. Uh, And that's your stupid news. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. There's your stupid news. And it's over. Oh, come on, Burn Like Ice. That was not lame. That was really good. it was. That was not lame. Smear campaign. Come on. She's talking about poopy. All right. <laughs> It's oh man, I had my head in my face, just shaking my head. That all the time. was that was the face palm, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, welcome. Uh, yes, poopy. We don't we we use the word poopy in my house. I have a young child. We use poopy. Uh, <laughs> good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into uh, Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, celebrating Star Trek Day 48 hours early. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just give you a couple of. Uh, quick updates for those of you who were interested. Obviously, if you're listening in podcast form, fret no more. Uh, Star Trek Day is not upon you yet, unless you're just really late listening to the podcast. But it's coming up Tuesday, September 8th. Tuesday, September 8th is Star Trek Day. And uh, CBS is celebrating with... Uh, 24 hours of nonstop content. 24 hours nonstop comments. Snake Eyes has the link in our chat room, and we'll throw that in the graphics room as well for those of you listening on podcast. Uh, if you guys would like to take part in that, now I know some of the international audience are a little bit peeved that they're not going to get some of this content. However, um, there is three and a half hours. Three and a half hours of panels with Star Trek cast, producers, writers, and uh, even some of the Star Trek captains are going to be there. So three and a half hours of that coming up, and that begins at noon Pacific on Tuesday. That's 3 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, You guys do your own time zone conversions there, but they'll begin with a panel. Uh, The first panel is going to be for Star Trek Discovery, which is no major surprise there. It's one of CBS's uh, latest and active projects, their uh, uh, third season starting in less than 30 days. So we're pretty excited about that. They get the first panel followed up by, um, let's see, what else is coming? Strange New Worlds, which is Pike's new series. Uh, Also Lower Decks, the new animated series, is getting a panel. The original series, George Takei, will be there speaking. Um, it's actually really cool. Gene Roddenberry's daughter uh, is going to be hosting a lot of this, along with uh, Will Wheaton, who has kind of made a career for himself in hosting duties for CBS. He uh, does all kinds of talk shows and podcasts and things like that, all related to the Star Trek property. So Will Wheaton will be there discussing as well and hosting throughout Star Trek Day. And he is going to be sitting down with George Takei for the original series. That's going to be exciting. Voyager has a panel. Uh, yes, we're very excited about the Voyager Cast, supposedly, the entire Voyager cast going to be together. So I'm really excited about getting them back together. See what sparks may fly. Uh, you know, historically speaking, even with all the drama of the original series, uh, a lot of folks claim that the Voyager cast uh, encountered the most strife. They were the ones that that uh didn't like each other the most (laughs) which is incredible it really speaks to their acting skills uh really really speaks to their acting skills because on set they had great chemistry i mean really you know you can say all you want even about chakotay and seven of nine but even on camera they had a decent chemistry um you know kate mulgrew and uh jerry ryan had a great chemistry on set but they kind of hated each other you know so uh, yeah, we'll see. Scaly says "Jane and Seven of Nine at opposite ends of the table. I don't know. We'll see. It's all coming up Tuesday. So, uh, Void, you're getting a panel of the original series. And then, of course, wrapping up the panel, which I'm the most excited about, uh, Patrick Stewart, William Frakes, uh, or Jonathan Frakes, sorry, William Riker. Jonathan Frakes is going to be sitting down. Yes, Picard and number one going to be wrapping up the panel uh, with their final 30-minute block there. Uh, Captain Picard and number one. And uh, really, really super excited You know, when I was growing up I know that, that everybody has their favorite property And real quick, let's just sound off super, super quick Because it does kind of tie into What we have going on here today in our galaxy With past, present, and future And what Scopely may end up doing In the future with uh, all the Star Trek properties But uh, real quick, your mics are potted up Just real, real fast You've got all these Star Trek properties are coming out Which one are you closest to? When I was growing up i watch next gen with my folks uh my mom was a huge trekkie and she got me into it and i watched next gen when it was on first airing so i've kind of always felt that connection with uh next gen that that was kind of always my thing snake eyes saying the original series battle Droid saying voyager Uh, Wicked Witch Next Gen Prater Next Gen Jerry Ryan loving Next Gen Or Deep Space Nine Yeah, liking both of those Bernard says TNG all the way Snipes saying Deep Space Nine Was absolutely the best Trek Snipes, you know I think the writing On Deep Space Nine Was probably the best From start to finish The writing on Deep Space Nine Was always amazing Very, very good Very intellectual writing So, uh, really, really liked all that Tech Guy says I've watched every single one of them Voyager has been And always will be my favorite um, so yeah, some cool stuff, you know, uh, anybody in voice want to pop up with their opinion? What are you guys liking about the panel that's coming up in 48 hours? What are you most excited to see? What is the panel that you're most excited to see here on Star Trek day coming up in just a, uh, just two short days. Wonder Woman says, or Miss Harley Quinn rather says, I love it all. I want it all. I will watch three and a half hours. Of uh, CBS <laughs> coming up that day. Prater Five says I actually met Patrick Stewart one time at uh, in person at a restaurant in London. Very cool, very cool. Hopefully you were not one of those fanboys, Prater. Did you go up to him and be like, oh man, like were you were you a fanboy or did you just kind of see him or was it a meet and greet? You know what was the what was the situation surrounding your one on one with Patrick Stewart? Come on now, Prater, tell. He says, oh, God, no, was definitely not a fanboy. <laughs> well, good, good. That's, you know, that's one thing that all these actors always say. You know, listen, we love our fans, absolutely love our fans, but the worst thing is fanboy stuff. Uh, stuff. Housekeeping says, oh, man, love The Empire Strikes Back. That must be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, booted. You're gone, housekeeping. Get out of here. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's so, so funny. Um, Yeah, so really cool stuff. Excited about that and uh, and how it may tie into what we've got going on here in our own universe. Uh, Let's dive into some gameplay, shall we? I I mentioned kind of in the episode teaser that this was... Uh, This is downtime, right? We're right in between arcs. We know that something is coming. Uh, You know, Scopely has graced us with the teaser of past, present, and future, and that new properties are coming. What will be first? All right. I'm really, really excited about what this could mean. I I really, really hope that uh, Scopely has been able to. uh, sufficiently digest what they 've got going on and, and write it in such a way that uh, that we get obviously guys i think I think it goes without saying that what we get from this point forward is not going to be canon really they 've actually done. A, a pretty good job up to this point, sticking to canon. Everything has come out of uh, everything has come out, you know, basically from the movies or storylines that have appeared in shows before. Uh, a lot of stuff has has been really good, you know, introducing the progenitors and so forth. But I believe that it, that becomes impossible now. I believe that that becomes impossible now. I think that that the game, in order to incorporate everything, has to step away from canon, and I'm totally fine with that totally fine with that. Uh, Starbase saying, uh, Shinjo agreeing. Uh, Sounds like Discovery probably going to be first. Bernard agreeing. Jerry Ryan saying, yes, Discovery first. Uh, Meow says, Discovery is too new for the old folks, just saying. (laughs) Uh, Bernard says, but they want to promote stuff that's on the air. You know, I've talked to to you about that in the past. I've always believed that product placement is a big thing. And if CBS has anything to do with this, then... You're probably right. They're going to want to push whatever they've got going on right now. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, we joked about what type of product placement CBS could place in this game and uh, had teased the fact that, you know, whatever officer comes next is going to be holding a Coke can. (laughs) right and and another officer is going to be coming out and holding a snickers bar okay (laughs) that can totally happen okay uh listen you guys want to keep an ad free game or not (laughs) okay uh no but in all seriousness uh, it makes sense it makes sense that discovery could be next but we don't know we absolutely have no idea other than discovery has already been hinted at in the game You know, we've got the Mud 2.0 character, and Discovery is all over his cart. So we just, uh, you know, that's kind of what we're leaning towards. It's kind of what we're thinking. We shall see. We shall see what actually ends up happening. People are saying Wharf and DS9 would be great first content. Scalyback says, uh, Pike, Rocks, and Section 31 coming is really, really exciting. Okay. Shinjo said there was a pick claiming uh, that there was a Star Trek Fleet Command Discovery event uh, in October a few weeks ago floating around. I, I Shinjo, I got a copy of that screenshot. That screenshot was so terribly made. I mean, seriously, I, 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 unless you guys saw something different than I saw, that was a terrible image, clearly fabricated, and one that Scopely has not released. <laughs> that image was fake. Now, that was fan-made. Obviously, if if a fan made that and claims that it's coming, but that was player-made and not... Uh, released by Scopely. Uh, And and besides, even if Discovery, if there was a Discovery event in October, which is great, what do we have for September? You know, so we don't exactly know what exactly is happening with that uh, here so far. (laughs) There's uh, Mark with a a, a fan-made photo right there with um, Commander Burnham X'd out. Well, you're you're not feeling the Discovery, Mark? You're not wanting to have that? Uh, Coming up here soon. Miss Harley Quinn says, Discovery is fully capable of taking us to any time and story. It makes sense that it goes first because with the Discovery, you can literally tie together all timelines. That may be a very plausible thing. Maybe a very plausible thing. We absolutely don't know. But I am very, very excited to see where Scopely takes us next. Uh, Guys, there has been a couple of decent things. Let's talk about Scopely for a moment. Uh, And as I mentioned, here we are in between arcs. So today is going to be a little bit of a cleanup episode. We're going to talk about several things. For a few, uh, several things for a, a short period of time. The first thing that I want to start on today uh, is what I posted out in the graphics room. Let's start out with the uh, amazing announcement today by Community Manager Panic, talking to us about the reduction in requirement for Swarm. Now, this was great. I, I'm really happy about this because you know my heroic was not impossible. Okay, but I'm in the upper thirties. We have talked over and over and over again about how there is like that black hole in the low to mid-30s, right? There was that, that that area between Ops 32 and 34 where it just made it really hard. Like at Ops 32, the requirement for Swarm went up to 35s, but you really can't hit 35s until you get to Ops 34, and even then you're getting a couple, right? You're getting a couple. So if you did the 32s and your requirements were, I think at Ops 34, it went to 525 points. That was 266 hostels that you had to get. Devil's Advocate says it was a struggle to finish. Uh, Stevens Aaron said it was a massive jump from Ops 31 to 32, why I stayed at 31 for a little while. Raxnar says today's announcement doesn't affect anybody over 40, but honestly, Swarm is fine over 39, as you should nearly have all research and a Max Franklin by then. And, Raxnar, you got it. You, nailed, uh, you hit the nail on the head, because this is what I've told people. And, and guys, believe it or not, uh, well, I know you can believe it. People on the official Discord this morning were actually griping about this change. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Gregor's here. Gregor used an example. Uh, is Gregor with us? I know he's had a busy weekend, uh, he told me. But there was, um, there was an example he used here a couple of months ago, and I broke it out today. Somebody on the official Discord says, well, great. Great. Thanks for, uh, for fixing it. Now can we have compensation for the struggle over the last year? <sighs> compensation for the struggle over the last year. Here, uh, let's, uh, let's do this for this upcoming segment. Dear players, we appreciate the fact that you're excited about the change that we made to Swarm. This is, this is what Panic wanted to write. Thank you for your passionate feedback, and we have decided to make a change for the better. However, despite your requests, we will not be compensating you for the last year of your gameplay. Consider yourself getting a pay raise here today. But ask your boss if you get a pay raise today, does that mean you retroactively get a pay raise from the day of your hire? Love Panic. P.S. Send me your poop emojis. Yeah, that, I mean, the official Discord, the official Discord blew my mind today. It blew my yes, seriously Raxnar. Ser- the the official Discord just absolutely blew my mind. Blew my mind. But 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 here's the thing. <laughs> and and so not to invalidate anybody's feelings, we are welcome to all opinions on this show, but here's here's the deal, okay? It got easier. This is a mechanic that changed, okay? This is a mechanic that changed to make gameplay easier. We have been asking for Less time requirement in the game. Folks, folks, this may be a small step, but it is a step in the right direction. Thank you for saving us some time. Not only that, not only that, but uh, the players, especially in that black hole area between 32 and 34, caught a huge break today. All right. Really, that was the biggest area, I think. Okay, and, and they did. There was only two bullet points to this announcement. We're lowering the heroic target requirements for commanders between level 32 and 34 to level 32 swarm targets. That was the whole complaint all along, is that 32 had to hit 35, and they couldn't do it. All right? 32 and 34 had theirs drop down and then lowering the milestone requirements by 30% for commanders level 35 to 39. Basically, now a real quick question. Was the, uh, somebody help me out. It's been a minute since I was at 32. What was the points requirement at 32? I think it was 175 points. Is that correct? Somebody help me out 100. uh, Bernard, you're not. It, it, It wasn't 375. Even at Ops 32, is that right? Wow, a lot of people are saying, okay, well, so here's what they did. From Ops 32 and forward, you now have 375 points. I, even I, as a 38 today, my requirements were 375 points. Jokingly, I even said to somebody, golly, it, figures like, it, it feels like the normal threat from beyond is now the heroic <laughs> because I only needed to kill 33 uh, level 35s. And, and as an Ops 38 who has progressed the Franklin, who has progressed the research, that, that's easy-peasy for me. I can get 11 30, uh, 35s on one hole of my Franklin now. Okay? So uh, three runs for me, and I'm done with my heroic. I had to actually spend more time on my dailies. So this was a really huge step in the right direction. The rewards were the same, folks. The rewards were the same. You still got your con shards, your Mara shards, your, your Tritanium and the Uncommon rewards. This, this was amazing. This was amazing. Okay, this was a good move. Now, some people said, all right, the, the, the one requirement was, you know, wanting the compensation. Another comment was, well, that's a lot less frequency modulators than I was getting before. Well, I uh, yes, if you have to hit less mobs, then you're going to get less drops and less loot. The great news is you can always hit more. <laughs> you can always hit as much as you want, Lieutenant Razek says. But now you're not making me do it. Oh, my dear Lord, Razek. <laughs> We have asked Scopely repeatedly. We have asked Scopely to reduce the, requi- the time requirement in this game. Not only did they reduce the time requirement, but they made a milestone easier for you guys to hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow, there's, there's a couple of you in this room agreeing with me. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Now I've got to go farm more, and I don't want to. Well, <laughs> you know what? Here's, here's, my, here's my, my, uh, uh, my commentary to you. I get it. I understand. Listen, when most of us were maxing our Franklin, we didn't like it either, okay? And now, compared to today moving forward, you guys have an easier path. Have we not said that in this game, that the newer players or the younger players, they've got it easier than us vets. They've got it easier than we did. We had to walk uphill to uh, to Starfleet Academy barefoot in the snow, eight months of the year. Yeah. Well, we had to grind our frequency modulators by hand with a hatchet. We didn't have photon torpedoes. We had to go out there with laser pulse cannons. <laughs> we didn't have shields. We had polarized hole plating. All right, I, <laughs> which says you're telling me to move on. You get the point. My point is simply this. All right, guys, this is an improvement in time spent and payout for the effort. I am sorry if you don't see the silver lining here, but that's a big silver lining, okay? And if you're not getting the frequency modulators then you want to have, then just go get more. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be grinding if you don't want. Go PvP for it. <laughs> I told you guys how I maxed my Franklin. I didn't hit all those swarm. I stole my stuff. All right, now I know some of you are on servers that don't allow PvP in this system. Shake it up. Meow says our server is crybabies about that. Shake it up. Change it up. Be the alliance that says, you know what? You know what? This is a perfect opportunity. This is a perfect chance for your, for your server to say, hey, listen, now that it's not so... Because da- by the way, there, there is one super teeny tiny thing. Is that if people don't have to hit as many, then over cargo is going to be a little bit less. Okay, so the people who are over there are are, that are grinding, they are going to be able to go over cargo less, meaning they're not going to lose as much if you get them hit. I challenge your servers to make this the day, make this the day that you throw out over cargo agreements in swarm space, make this this Star Trek Day on September 8th, 2020 celebrate Star Trek Day. By tossing all of your political agreements out the window. (laughs) Okay? Commander Taylor says, been there. I've been the PvP pioneer. I don't get Christmas cards anymore. (laughs) Okay? I'm, I'm just saying. Go do it. Go do it. Be the change. Be the change that you want. All right? Go steal them. Absolutely steal them. And you will progress your Franklin faster Don't forget, people are still out there doing their dailies And by the way, the dailies haven't changed You may actually get more farming On a daily basis than you would on Swarm Sunday Okay Herc says, let me think about it mm, No, alright You don't have to, you don't have to The, the alternative to that is just, just to Continue doing what you've always done, which is grind it out Even though your reward's gonna be done Stick around, grind them out Okay, hit some more protect your ship so that no one else comes and steals your cargo all right so anyway long story short i think it's a great move thank you scopely uh i think the community at large very much appreciates you i think 32 through 34 ops level players are are groveling right now thanking you for making the heroic something that is actually obtainable 375 points Divided by two is 188 hostiles, and now today they can legitimately go kill 38 hostiles, and I think that's a huge win. A huge, huge win. And I think uh, at a very good time, Scopely, I think this was an excellent move. Thank you for hearing the pleas of your community, and thank you for making the adjustment. Okay? Very, very good. Let's talk about something else that, in my opinion, Scopely did extremely well this week. All right? Let's talk about something else. They did extremely well Uh, and say, uh, you know, yeah, happy Star Trek Day. (laughs) Happy Star Trek Day. But actually, before Star Trek Day, we actually get Labor Day. Happy Labor Day this coming Monday. And I want to show you my packs, all right? And this is not in an effort to start any kind of argument or discussion on packs. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, though, I'm pretty sure this is uh, technically considered some type of an event pack and is probably universal across all the servers with the exception of scaling for ops. So I'm going to throw these four screenshots up here, and let's talk about these packs, because in my opinion, these packs are better than average. All right, better than average. Let's start at the very top one here in the graphics room, the Labor Day badge special. What a great pack this is, $19, gets you three badges. Now, one or two super analytical guys said, yeah, you know, but really in comparison to the $100 pack, you know, in the $100 pack, you were, you know, if you look at a faction recruit pack, you're getting three of each badge. You know, you're still getting some of the premiums and getting some of the ultras and the latinum and all this stuff. And I get that, I get that. But one of the biggest things that we have always asked for Are cheaper packs, right? We've always said we we as a community have felt that Scopely would make more money off a $20 pack than they would off a $100 pack. Right? We've always said that. So here they are. Great packs released for $20. Are they as rich as the $100 pack? No. (laughs) No. They're not. Okay, but they're not supposed to be. They're $20. bucks. they are supposed to be 20%, yet you were getting roughly 33% of what would come in one. Guys, here's the thing. The badges are still a key point of struggle for a lot of players, and here's a $20 pack that gets you three badges. And not only that it comes with a few other, you know, uh, a few other things, an ultra pool, uh, some premium pools, you know, some uh, recruit tokens, a couple of resources, things like that. But again, the focus is the badges. A $19 pack for badges. If you're looking for badges, I fully endorse that pack. It's a good pack. All right? Now, is it, like, again, is it as rich as the $100 pack? No, it's not. But if you want to spend $100, go spend $100. Is the value better potentially in a $100 pack? Maybe with the items that surround the badges, but the community has resoundingly asked for cheaper options. Listen, I can't spend $100, but I could spend 20 Well, there we go. Okay, there's your $20 pack that contains badges. Good job. Great pack. Let's talk about the material special. Okay, the material special. Um, I didn't actually take, uh, I don't think I took a full Uh, screenshot of the entire pack but you kind of got an idea right here you know you had a couple of resources but again uh, some rares and some uncommon 53 crystal and that was the same for gas and ore alike so 159 uncommon materials for 20 bucks again not as good as a hundred dollar pack but a cheaper option of a pack i had several people that came to me and said wow this is great this is great. You know, it's not as rich as a $100 pack, but I can't spend $100. But I can spend 20 and I did. Tequila says, happily bought the badge pack. Good. I'm glad. Okay? I'm glad you did. Because uh, we want to, I mean, if, if this is the pack that you want, we want to show Scopely that we appreciate their effort and support the packs. Why is a dog barking? Because my dog is going bananas in the background. I'm so, so sorry. I'll try, to, I'll try to censor it out or try to filter it out on the podcast. And my dog is going nuts out there. There's probably a deer in the yard, and I just want to go beat her uh, with a stick, a broomstick, okay? Lieutenant Radsick says, I can't spend 140 Canadian dollars, but 28 Canadian dollars. Well, okay. Okay. Snipe says, you know, 33% of the badges, but only 12% of the premium pulls or 7% of the ultra pulls. Again, Snipe said, I don't think that the intent of the pack was to be a better value than the $100 pack, but I think it was to offer an option at the $20 pack, okay, to make something that is a little bit more affordable for the players, and that's what we've asked for. Some of us will still spend $100, and we're okay with that. I've you know, i been saving, and, and when I'm ready, I'm going to buy that $100, uh, that $100 pack I've been talking about to help me with my con. I'll do that, okay? Um, but, but not everybody can pay $100. Not everybody wants to pay $100 here. So uh, Tequila says this is good. Options are all we want, and options are what Scopely gave us today. Again, great job. Let's take a look at the one that I did I do feel needs just a little bit of work. Listen, overall, I'm satisfied with the packs that came out, but let's take a look at this Tribble special. This is the one that that made me feel not quite as fuzzy. Okay, ironically, since there's a a Tribble in there, it made me feel not quite as fuzzy. This one, um, I want to take you back to when Borg was launched. Okay, I want to take you back to when Borg was launched. And the uh, ten of ten officer became available in an auction. All right, and uh, let me rephrase: it was not an auction card. It was actually a straight buy. It was a straight buy card because the price of this officer was four hundred dollars. It was four hundred dollars six months ago, and it's four hundred dollars here again today. Now, here's this is the one modification that I might have made to this pack: Um, jam up those shards a little bit, forty five or preferably sixty. Okay, Uh, Because, listen, a lot of people have this officer by now, truthfully. A lot of people do have this officer by now. If not, you're very, very close. I don't believe that an officer that was $400 for an unlock six months ago should still be $400 for an unlock today. Uh, I I don't believe that. I believe that. I think I think you would have sold a lot more of this pack if it had had sixty. And and here's why I don't think sixty hurts you, Scopely, because a lot of players that might already have this thing to tier one or tier two. I mean, it, it was a limit of four. Okay, I, I believe that if you would put sixty shards in here, people would have bought four packs. All right, some people would have. They would have still spent four packs to get themselves 240 shards, which in certain cases would have been enough to tier this officer. In other cases, it still would not and is still less than 20% of the overall number of shards required to max this officer. All right, we did the math on it earlier today. It cost over 1,450 total shards, to max this officer for, you know, for in shards, 1,450 some shards to max it. I don't believe that offering 30 shards for a hundred bucks would have broken or 60 shards for a hundred bucks would have broken up the bank. I think you would have sold more packs on this one. I I believe that this pack was a little bit meager. All right, now great job on making it available. Okay, sure, I'm happy about it. Okay, um, I'm I'm happy about it, but I, I just feel like this one this one was just a little bit shy on on what it could have delivered. I, and again, I just go back to you know this officer is now six months old, still an important and valuable officer, but the the new Tribble smell has worn off a little bit it's not a brand spanking new officer it's been six months now and we don't necessarily have uh the the first access or the early access card to play anymore i think like this one should have been a little bit a, a little bit more generous and, and again i believe i bet i'd, I'd be willing to bet you a hundred dollars scopely that you would have sold more packs uh if it had been If it had been a sixty shard pack, and and ultimately that's what it's about. This was you know you're wanting to to uh, you know monetize the treble as it should be. It's an epic officer, and I'm totally fine with that. Um, But I think you would have sold a lot more packs, earned a lot more revenue, and made the player base a little bit happier if if you had done a little bit more. So um, you know that all being said, overall. The, the, the first two $20 packs were a great move, okay, a great way to break it down, uh, to break down some of the more expensive packs into the items that are important to us. Uh, really, really very good, but uh, I, I, I just feel like the, the 10 of 10 officers should have been a little bit more affordable now. And, and for those of you who are saying, eh, no way, you should not get it this easy, I mean, it's still costing hundreds of dollars. Okay? I mean, truthfully, it's still costing hundreds of dollars. I know that, that a lot of you guys spent hundreds of dollars on this officer already, and you would still have to, right? You'd still have to spend hundreds to get it promoted or get it uh, tiered up. And and even for the players who might already have this thing at Tier 2, uh, 60 shards gets you closer to that Tier 3, you know? So um, just... Uh, you know, just, just my opinion. But again, overall, I, I, love the, I love the packs. I think the packs overall were pretty daggone good, and uh, that's the only comment I have about that one. So, you know, pretty good. Corrad says, sweat and bullets. That's the only way you get this, Tribble. <laughs> sweat and bullets. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but this comes into, Corrad, this comes into how long do we deserve early access. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we got the officer the first time around, it's just like G4. G4 is eventually going to have to become cheaper. It's going gonna, it's gonna to ha- eventually have to become cheaper for the other players to be able to get in, and, and 10 of 10 is the same way. Now, is 60 the right number? Maybe not, okay? I'm not saying a 50% depreciation, but don't forget, Scopely, uh, don't forget too, though, it's not... We're, we're just talking about like the very frontier, Okay, you still have four other tiers. One tier that's 115, another tier that's uh, what 315, and then the final tier was 960. So there's still plenty of monetization that can come. I totally don't disagree that there's going to be a premium on a on an Epic officer up front. Um, You know, and hey, maybe we split the difference. Maybe we say 45. You know, I you know I, I I just I don't think it should be the same price as it was six months ago. Maybe maybe it's 45. I don't know. But, but again, again, take it for what you want. I, I still think that, that overall, the, the changes that we've seen out of Scopely in the last 48 hours have been, have been good. Uh, Mark, 50% depreciation? It's not a Ford, he says. <laughs> You're hilarious. You're hilarious, okay? <laughs> I think it's funny. All right, anyway, uh, good good moves, good moves. I'm, I'm uh, pretty happy uh, with that. Um, let's see, what else? It's not a Ford because the Tribble actually works. Oh, my God, y'all throwing all kinds of shade at me tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting shade from all angles, y'all don't even know, but those that you d- do know, you know, getting shade of all angles. All right, now let's... Uh <laughs> Stephens, Aaron, you're funny. Okay, let's uh, let's let's carry on. Uh, what else did I want to talk about today? I got all kinds of good stuff. I got all kinds of good stuff. Let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, oh, real quick, by the way, uh, I would like for everybody to wish me congratulations. Um, I have unlocked deep space. Yes, go ahead and you can pat me on the back now, everybody. Yeah! Come on. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Thank you. thank. Yes, I know it is about time. I unlocked deep space uh, and was able to get a ship up there for some of the very early systems. Uh, Tequila says about time. Uh, Wild Thing says, what took you so long? (laughs) And Housekeeping says, I'm currently being raided. No, lies. I'm shielded. Uh, No, but this was funny. Now, listen, I'm not not spoiling any story for anybody. All right? There's no spoilers here, so nobody can get mad at me. But I thought that this was super important that I wanted to share this image. And I don't know why that it stuck out to me. I think mainly because we had so much fun. Uh, We had so much fun poking fun at this Avatar character uh, during the Borg event. And ladies and gents, this character has apparently been woven into the game since last October. Look, there he is in a dark space mission. And uh, just FYI, and again, not giving any part of the story away, but just, uh, just FYI, he is... He is uh, crazy doodle crazy, okay? This character is absolutely off his rocker insane. The, the, the story was actually really, really funny to read. This guy's wackadoodle, okay? Uh, but there he is. He's back. <laughs> He's back, ladies and gents. Uh, Dunk says, how? It's been so long since it came into being. I forgot about it. <laughs> All right, we we made fun just because you know he was there. Then he died during the second Borg arc. Then during the third Borg arc, he was resurrected, and uh, and apparently since last October, he's been hiding out in dark space for us. So there you go. I just thought that was, uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Just, just just something I wanted to throw out there. He he is that one character I love to hate. I don't even know why, but I, I really I don't. I love to hate that guy. Um. So, anywho, uh, let's see. What else did we want to get into today? Ooh. Um. I have. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got a private message and it made me laugh out loud as you guys as you guys heard. <clears throat> you know, this puts me in a tough spot, man, because I want I want to read these private messages, but I can't. All right, uh, let's uh, let's move on here. Guys, I did want to tell you something really cool. We actually did solve a bug today, and this is big time, all right? I know a lot of people have been coming to me. And uh, a lot of people have been talking to me about, yes, Stevens, Aaron, the Stella Warp Timer. The Stella Warp Timers are off, says Meows. Uh, Yeah, the Warp Timers are off. Um, Listen, I don't know what is causing it, but now, thanks to Raxnar... All right. Who says? Who was trying to be modest and said that he got it from somebody else? But we've got it. We've got it licked. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a super easy fix. I'm going to tell you how to fix it. And uh, and Scopely, when they listen back to this, maybe this gives them a direction in which to start looking. Okay. I'm not worried about the Stella and Station power. I mean, that matters none to my gameplay. But if I'm trying to time an Armada, uh, if I'm trying to time an Armada, a Stella A mudmada, if I'm trying to time it to show up with 20 seconds left on the circle, maybe, I don't know, because my alliance is at war and and we don't want to give anybody any ample opportunity to pick us off, okay? If I want to show up in that circle, 20 seconds left on the timer, but I accidentally show up with 48 seconds left on the timer, how does that happen? Oh my goodness gracious, how does it happen and how do we fix it? I'm going to tell you how to fix it coming up right after the break. <laughs> My name is Ultimate DJs. So we're going to take a very quick break. And when we return, I'll give you the answer to your Stella warp timer. It's all coming up right here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast we will return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mountain Dude, the soft drink for slackers. Okay, as you know, the bosses need us to name the next hurricane. Now, what's something everybody is scared of these days? The Twitter mob. The bosses ain't gonna like that. <laughs> I see what you did there. On, we need a name that sounds dangerous. How about Hurricane Megan Markle? She'll take you away from your family. That could give us a royal headache. Zing! Hurricane Becky Falwell. She'll blow you away. Not so fast. Yeah, that's what she said. Hey-oh! <laughs> oh. want to name people we're scared of, let's go with Ghislaine Maxwell. She's got dirt on everybody, including Bill Clinton. No way, man. Hillary will kill us if we put that lady back in the news. That's it! What? What's it? Hurricane Hillary. Nobody wants to mess with that again. You, my friend, are a genius. Quick, email the bosses. Hey, I can't find my private server. Ha-ha. Get to work. This kid who got into an accident and couldn't come to school But when he finally came back His hair had turned from black into bright white He said that it was from when cause cousin smashed his soul back everybody good evening oh uh, yeah what a great tune oh yeah i have this album too i have it on cds does anybody does anybody have it on vinyl that would prove that you're a real fan <laughs> uh, good evening uh, yeah great song crash test dummies and mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah you have it on cassette prater uh, that you know what that uh, that establishes you as a fan i believe uh very well done Good evening. Welcome back from break, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And I'd like to welcome you in uh, to the show. So right before the break, I teased uh, a knowledge bomb on you. I really teased how we were going to fix this uh, stellar research, uh, this warp problem. And, uh, and so guys, again, uh, big kudos to Raxnar who solved this uh, or, or worked with a team who solved this. Uh, here's here's the deal. I'm not exactly sure. It, it's something to do with the Stella warp research, okay? Um, but here's here's the thing. If your Stella is in your base, now, Meow says it's not just Stella, and seriously, I, my biggest complaint has been Stella. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure. Infinite Key says the Jelly is doing the opposite, says it arrives, but then the timer sits at zero for 30 seconds, and the ship's not actually there. Guys, here it is. Here, we're going we're gonna to fix this for you. It does have something to do with the timer and the way it's being calculated inside your base, okay? Uh, this was revealed, and this was tested multiple times today live on video with several of you. I was doing a little bit of streaming earlier today just for fun. And, uh, and here's what we found. Now, I'm not, uh, listen, we're not talking about Demetia. We're not talking about Hel- Hel- uh, Helvetia, Hel- Helvia. Not talking about those two. Those have always been just a little bit funky, okay? Um, we're talking about, you know, a full Armada crew on a Stella that just randomly pops up in the center of the galaxy. Like, right, if you're going to an Armada target and you expect your ship to come in from the edge and then it just, boom, pops in right in the middle. Okay? Move your Stella out of base. Prater. don't steal my thunder. That's not even my thunder. It's it's Raxnar's thunder. Guys, here's what you do. Okay? If your Stella's in your base, okay, uh, warp, cancel warp, or just simply move your Stella out of your dock. Move the Stella into space. It's easiest with a warp, cancel warp. Alright? And then... You can retime to show up at the appropriate time. I've got screenshots, ladies and gentlemen. As a matter of fact, I also have video, but uh, we'll go and uh, just do the screenshots for now. Look into the graphics room as the first one is being uploaded. You'll notice that my Stella is in dock, and I am looking to warp right next to this uh, level 27 Mudmata. I've got 4 minutes and 27 seconds on my warp timer, which is what I believe that I'm going to show up with. All right. However, to test the theory from Raxnar, then I did the same thing. I warp and I canceled my warp and then re-clicked at the exact, well, almost the exact same position. And you'll notice my warp timer has recalculated. This is something going on with the way the warp timers are calculated when it's inside base. However, you'll notice that 3 minutes and 54 seconds is the correct timer. And that is also the exact same amount of time that it took for my ship to show up and it entered the system properly, okay? We have known since day one that warp in this game is not a way that the ship travels. It's not a linear thing. It's a calculation based on time. That's why the ship was just showing up in the middle of the system because it's 30 seconds were out Okay, it, it, Its timer was actually out It's almost like the client was telling us It's going to take four and a half minutes But then the server was like, whoa, whoa, whoa This is only going to take three minutes and 54 seconds So after the three minutes and 54 seconds Boop, it just plops you at your destination It's not even going to bring you in From the, from the edge of the, of, the, of the system Because it's not supposed to At three minutes and 54 seconds I'm supposed to be at that position So that's what's happening At three minutes and 54 seconds Boom it's going to plop me where I'm supposed to be. Okay? So, Raxnar says, confirmed, by the way, on the jellyfish to regular systems. The same fix can be applied. Warp. Cancel your warp. That way your ship kind of sits for just a second outside of your dock. All right? And then, uh, and then it'll work. Okay? Raxnar says, I'm doing the same thing. I'm testing already. It's in the graphics room already. Let's do the time warp again. All right folks, there you go that now hudson says can 't they just fix it sure uh, let me let me be straight with you okay, let me be completely honest with you. Live ops knows about this we we 've talked about it, but <laughs> it was a little bit tough to nail down all right there 's a lot of code there 's a lot of mechanics there's we knew it had something to do with uh, with Stella or some new research that came out but we didn't really know where to start. Well, maybe, hopefully, this actually gives them a place to start, okay? Th- this will provide them a little bit of extra information to nail this thing down. I'm not here to dump on anybody. I'm, s- I'm thrilled to death that we found a fix. <laughs> I'm thrilled to death. Snake Eye says it also has something to do, and this ties into the same thing with the stellar researches not being applied to your ship while you're in the base, there you go guys this is it's all together it's all one bug you know you guys were talking about how one of the researches doesn't impact your stella power until you're outside of the dock all right uh how your stella actually gets more powerful when it leaves your dock which is unusual because that's different than every other ship in the game you lose power when you leave the station okay there you go boom all right. So now we've got this thing and narrowed down just a little bit more and I'm thrilled to death with the community for, for figuring it out. Now we can provide this information and yes, we even have video of it happening. We can provide this information to Scopely and, and, and it may help them nail it down a little bit quicker. Do I think that they're just going to leave it? No, I think they'll try to fix it. We just had to, we all were trying to figure it out. All right. Them included. So hopefully this helps. Starbase says, this is a lot better. You're not going to get blown up this way. Karkin says, but others see you moving in. What do you mean, buddy? They, they always did. <laughs> okay? They always did see us moving in. That was the problem. Our client wasn't showing us moving in, but how many times have you been blown up showing up early to an Armada? I know I sure have. Okay? I've been blown up when my timer still has timer on it. I've been blown up because I was 30 seconds early to the system and, and didn't even know it. Okay? So this is a real thing. Uh, Snake Eyes says same thing. That's why your Stella power goes up. Uh, the timer is calculating without warp research. Whatever it is, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Now, uh, just to point out, Raxnar also reminds me because we did figure this out today too. This uh, once you do this one time, it seemingly seems to be okay for the remainder of your session. If you reboot your app, it's going to do the same thing again. So it's kind of going back to default. If you are in the same session then you should only have to do this one time. It will recalculate the timers after the Stella comes out of base, and then it's good, okay? We did actually bring the Stella back into dock and test it again, and we couldn't force it. But when we rebooted the client, then it happened again. Dunk says, now your enemies will wait outside your base. Buddy, I would rather them wait at my base than at my armada. <laughs> okay? I would much rather them wait at my base than my armada. And again, we're not talking about you being available to hit for more than probably six or seven seconds. Okay? Six or seven seconds is all it's going to take because you're going to hit the warp button and hit cancel. Now your, your ship is outside of your, assist, or outside of your dock, and when you uh, hit warp again okay then it's going to recalculate the timers, and by the way you could you could stop warp again and go back into dock if you did have somebody you know hovering over your base, but again, you know not the end of the world yeah. Corrad says I have to reboot 10 times an hour at least. I, don't, I hope that's an exaggeration. 10 times an hour feels – I mean, that's once every six minutes, and I don't I – don't, that doesn't happen to me. Um, but if, if it is once every six minutes, then, you know, again, warp cancel, and then redock. It's It's real, real easy, okay? Uh, Hudson is joking. Good thing we don't have to restart all the time. Oh, wait a second. Hey guys, I understand. I understand. This is a bug. We have more information now. I'm not letting them off the hook. I'm just saying we have more information, and this is good. This will potentially help them solve it sooner. In the meantime, you guys now have a way to get your timer set right. Okay? Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Thank you, Raxnar. You people goodness gracious say thank you to Raxnar <laughs> okay because at least now you know what's going on at least now you can prepare for it at least now you can account for it and you know the math and you know how to make it work and you can show up at your target when you want to uh ready sorry I, there's a lot of chat what's your question you say your question's being ignored what is your question Come now, <laughs> ask it. I may have missed it. I mean, there's a lot of chat here. Uh, we'll come back to you, okay? So, uh, so anyway, guys, there, there's how you fix it, okay? And again, I don't suggest that this be a permanent fix, but now we got a, now we got a place to look, okay? Now we got a place to look. Wham says my timer's never been off from the base. Wham, are you sure about that? Because we've talked about that. You've never. just... I am popped... 100%. My timer has never been off. You from have the base. never just popped into the middle of a system. Only the jelly never the Stella that's weird that's weird I mean because I've been picked off a bunch of times I've been picked off a bunch um let me let me ask do you just out of curiosity do you have much of the apex getaway drivers research or do you have any of the Stella like a lot of the Stella research for warp time done I know you've got a lot Yeah, of them I think done, it's but... like seven of them I think I'd okay. have to check Uh, You know, for some of you guys that that haven't noticed it before, you know, just keep an eye on it. And if it's not affecting you, then great. Super awesome for you. Okay, I do know that it's affecting me and a lot of players have brought it up. And at least this is a workaround for now. All right. It's a temporary workaround for now. Uh, Starbase says I've noticed it as I've been working on Apex getaway drivers. Uh, That's probably about when I noticed mine as well, Starbase, to be perfectly frank with you. Uh, That's when I kind of noticed mine, okay? Uh, We have been able to confirm the testing uh, on both Google and iPhone, so we know it is a cross-platform bug. Uh, But, yeah, my guess, my sneaking suspicion is that it is somewhere in this getaway pilots. But, again, Wham, if you're having the problem on the jelly, it very well could be coming from the same research uh, because that uh, helps warp uh, time for all ships. So uh, there you go. Okay, uh, yeah, it, it probably Ragnar says sounds reasonable with Apex pilots, and it could be. But nonetheless, here's how you deal with it. For now, we've always talked about in this game that the, that there's bugs, and uh, and one thing that we've tried to do is not only address them but bring them to the light and also tell you how to work around them in the meantime. Okay, it's not not a big deal, not a big deal. Okay, I uh, hey Wham, you'd be really proud of me. Let me show you this screenshot. <laughs> Um, I want to th- show you this screenshot. You had joked with me about using your Stella to crack bases. Boom, shakalaka la 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 la. Take that, buddy. My Stella took out this base. Now, in, in all fairness, it didn't actually crack it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I had cracked it, wham, and then uh, came back after, you know, because the guns recharge after 10 minutes, right? <coughs> the guns came back online after 10 minutes. He had not repaired. And so I used my Stella... I used my Stella to um, to take out the guns again, so I could send in my uh, my miners, and uh, and it was fantastic. As a matter of fact, uh, this screenshot here tells you how much cheaper it was to use my Stella versus my Enterprise. Guess what that crack cost me there, Wham? You know, because <laughs> 15, hardly anything 15, compared to a telly or an Enterprise. Fifteen thousand Tritanium, fifteen K. Tritanium. Listen, I got more than 15k tritanium. Cracking his base with my enterprise. Okay, like that. That is a, that is a payoff that I can get with a warship. Okay, uh, no, burn like ice. Let me re- again hear me. I did not crack the base. So you know, I cracked it, and then the 10 minute bubble comes up, right? And then after the 10 minute bubble drops, you know that the guns come back online. The hull hasn't rehealed but the shield does, okay? Uh Starbase says but the recrack is dirt cheap with the enterprise. It is. Agreed. It is dirt cheap. It still costs more than 15k trade. And not only, I just kind of wanted to see if it worked. Uh yeah, and it did. <laughs> and it did. So, yeah, you know whatever. I'm going to I'm going to get more aggressive with this. I'm going to get more aggressive. I'm going to try to actually crack bases with it. Um Wham, I want to get with you later on this evening and I just want to take 50 runs at a base. With uh, with nothing but stellas, and let's see what happens. <laughs> if anybody That's if great. anybody on server fifteen wants to volunteer to let me see if I can try to crack your base, uh, I'd like to do it. I'd like to <laughs> just see how many how many licks does it take to get to the center of that base using a stella. Uh, let's see what else. I know it was kind of a potpourri kind of night, guys. I you know just kind of just kind of touching on because again, not a whole lot happening in the game. Uh, as we are in between arcs, I uh, was, again, super excited about the Swarm stuff we got earlier. Let's see. What else did I have? Oh, okay. I, uh, I did want to bring this up. There is one thing that I wanted to fuss about a little bit today. Uh, one, just one little thing that I wanted to fuss about today. Uh, and only because I competed in it, and, uh, and then I was kind of shocked at the payout. Now, there's an argument to be made either way here. You know, that the payout could have been, you know, converting into Latinum and could have been converting into Uncommon. But today we had a limited time station event. And uh, I was able to win because you guys know – that I have been working on my defense platforms, and that is the only way you ever win one of these events, okay, is if you're working on defense platforms, okay? The defense platforms just give so much power. That is the only way to win a ranked station leaderboard. Uh, But, Wham, the thing that was interesting to me is, and again, that's why I posted both screenshots, pretty daggone good payout when it comes to Uncommon, when it comes to speed-ups. I'm a big fan of speed-ups, guys. I love speed-ups, okay? Especially these kind. These are not repair speed-ups, if you know. These are construction and research speed-ups. And I'm a huge, huge fan of those because I blew so many of them on the uh, ISS Jelly event here not long ago. So I'm I'm wiped on those. I'm trying to rebuild those. Uh, but the the issue that I had with this Uh, this particular event was one that that was um, I don't even know exactly how to describe it. Perplexment, perhaps? Um, Look at the resource payouts on this event. Now, this is ranked number one. I got a great load of material, uncommon and rare. Got a great load of speed-ups, even a good little chunk of latinum. And 1.5 million steel. I, I thought that was an odd. like That's just out of it's out of sync right wham like it just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel more around four or five at least oh at least to be perfectly honest with you i feel like the return should be you know half a billion you know or 250 million uh by the way uh just to 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 uh, confirm V ready. I'm not ignoring your question. I'm just looking in different stuff. Okay, okay. I see your question about the mud modest I will ask it. Give me a second, um, or we'll talk about it because I don't. I don't have the answer for you right now. Okay, and and I know that you and I have talked about this. I just don't have the answer. Um, the the payout of everything in that in that first place chest is great, except for the resources. I just kind of. I feel like it's weird, right? You know, 1.5 million. I mean, you got more trite. Uh, but obviously, in a station build event, you're spending a bunch of steel. It just seems like it would have been nice to get some of the steel back. Um, you know, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I just I wanted to point that out as we're talking about resource injection. And so, for example, for example, this is why I wanted to bring it up. Okay, I spent over a billion steel. <laughs> uh, now, tequila, tequila, you're right. Didn't I advise you never to go to for limited time solo events? I did, and here's why. Because you get way, way more rewards if you take what it would cost to, to do that and spread it out over multiple smaller station awards. You're absolutely correct, except that has evolved here for upper 30-level players. Guys, I can't spend – again, it's literally just for the guns. you got to time it out. If you're doing a gun and you're in the upper 30s – because, by the way, you'll notice that the brackets are still out of whack – okay if you look at the at the brackets you know you're still competing with 40s uh level 39s and 40s okay but if you're doing a gun that gets you a ridiculous amount of power there is nothing else in your base that gives you that do you do you want to know uh tequila what i uh, what i spent to do that all right i told you i spent a billion steel that's accurate but it was only two components <laughs> I finished with over 420,000 points, which seems like a boatload, right? Except it's not. That was two guns. That's it. One gun gets me 225,000 points. So, when I'm doing my guns, that's what I do. Now, I don't I always usually do it with every other building, R&D, ops, shipyard, generators, whatever, I'll time those out for the mini stations events. But the guns you can actually possibly make a run for it, especially if you might possibly be trying to rush them. I've got four guns that need to be built. I was able to knock two of them out today. Okay? I was able to knock two of them out today. So I got two of them done, one the extra uncommon, but that really, that was only two components. It was two guns that gave all of that power, but those guns were 504 million steel apiece. 504 million. Uh Mac says they need to increase the winnings by a thousand. I don't know if it needs to be a billion. You know, I mean I mean that would be putting back into the economy exactly what I spent. But look at it from this point of view, Mac. I spent a billion. I spent a billion and I got back 1 million. <laughs> All right, I got back 1 1000. All right. I don't think it needs to be equal parts, but you know, couple hun- you know, couple million, couple hundred million maybe. Tequila says the rewards change in the solo event. Sometimes it awards more steel than trite than dill. Next time, I know, but look at it, all right? I got 1.5 million steel, 3 million trite, and 1 million dill. Now, I'm not shaking my head at, at any of those per se. I just feel like they could have been higher, you know, for what, for what I put in. But, again, um, maybe the rewards are not supposed to be the resources because, again, I got no complaints with the speed-ups or the return on materials. I mean, that's a good return on materials. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. 50 crystal, 50 gas. All right. I, I'm happy with that because crystal and gas are what I need. I just thought it was silly to spend a billion steel <laughs> and got one million back. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, anyway, that, that, was, that was the only thing. But the, the, mats, the mats were good. You know, I'm not saying anything. And, again, I'm not really complaining. I just thought I'd share that with you because it was, it was a little bit weird uh, that I only got a million steel. But again, I like, uh, I like the other stuff in there. So, uh, you know, and, and I guess the point, is, uh, the point is this. If I just deposited one billion steel back into the Scopely coffers, okay? Because there is an economy to keep balanced. I get that. But Scopely's the banker, right? I just paid $1,000 or $1,000, $1,000, um, $1,000 million, one billion steel. The, the billion steel is gone now from the economy. It's gone. A billion steel has left the building. Okay, no Corrad. It was one billion steel on two. I built two guns today. They were each five hundred and four million. All right. I I spent one billion. One billion steel has left the building. All right. Uh, and they they put one million back out. So I just I mean that that does in its own way imbalances the economy because now a billion steel is gone. Right so anyway again i'm not complaining i'm really not i I just thought that it was a really really low amount but again if i'm comparing it with the other stuff i love the mats and i love the speed ups i know a lot of people don't like speed ups i love speed ups i love the speed ups all right um the the speed ups are really really good what else do we have tonight Tavi Mosa says, uh, if I had kept it, I wouldn't have let anyone raid it from you. Actually, Tavi Moza, that's where you're wrong. If I had kept it, there's a high degree of likelihood that Server 15 would have benefited from me forgetting to Shield. That happens more often than I like. <laughs> All right? So, it's actually been better lately. Come on, Server 15. Admit it. You haven't gotten nearly as, as much off me in the last two, three months as you used to. I don't know what it's been. I, I used to be rated a lot. I've gotten really good at it lately. I've gotten better. But, yeah, anyway. Raxnar says, Ops 39 and 40 guns are the biggest point generators I've ever seen. Well, that's good news. Uh, that's good news, Raxnar, because those were 38 Ops 38 guns. So you, you mean I've still got uh, 10 more guns that I'm going to win events with. Well, I'm excited about that. <laughs> Yeah, overall, it, yeah, exactly, Wham. Overall, still a nice payout, especially with the Uncommons. I'm very, very happy about that. But again, guys, I remind you, and I'm not trying to be hypocritical, it's, it's hard to win those things unless you're doing the guns. You have to do it with the guns. That's the only way to rank in a station-limited board. Okay? You can't do it with generators. You can't do it with science buildings. You can't do it with, with, with ops. It has to be the guns. There's no way to do it other than the guns. Okay? There you go. <clears throat> okay, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, yes, Corat says I have been doing better. Corat, you're on the team that used to raid me quite frequently. Yeah, you guys haven't gotten much here lately. I like it. Um, let's see. Guys, and again, uh, somewhat apologize. We may actually wrap up a little bit early tonight just because we haven't. Uh, again, I didn't have a whole lot. Today was going to kind of be a potpourri show uh, that I wanted to kind of share with you about just a couple of things, a couple of things going on uh i guess i'll open the floor you guys uh have open mic we'll take a break here in just a moment but if there's anything that we can address for you here this evening or anything that we can talk about uh maybe i can answer some oh v ready's question let's let's do that because he thinks i'm ignoring him i'm not v ready has suggested uh, no it's not going to be that short i mean look we've already been on the air for an hour and 15 minutes (laughs) we're supposed to only be on the air for 90 we just always end up going, too. So, anyway, none, nonetheless, we'll go as long as you guys want to go. Uh, oh, yeah, Prater, there's some Gala stuff to talk about. Yeah, I meant to do that in the beginning. Thank you. Uh, ooh, looky there. Wham, first base crack. Let's take a look. Now, that's only a 4 million base. Yeah, obviously, it's a, it's a smaller uh, base. I'm going to work my way up. Yeah, yeah, smaller base. But, I mean, golly, should a 630-power ship be able to crack a 4 million base? Nice. Okay, very nice, Wham. We're going to keep we're going. to keep going. Um. Okay, so V-Ready has raised a concern uh, and, and I Have noticed it as well But I think In talking to my team, I feel like There's, there's research that has to be that, that is playing a part here, but he Said that he was doing his as a solo So V-Ready says that he Was able to solo A Rare 33 uh, Exchange Armada uh, Now, the I know Big Country Showed us a screenshot here a few weeks ago of him being able to solo a 31. And his research at the time was in the upper 50s. Now, V Ready's research is now in the 80s. Am I correct, V Ready? You're in the 80s on your research. Is that correct? Meow says, no way, not with the Stella. No, it's actually super possible. It's very, very possible. The research, Meows, is way more, way more beast mode than you think, okay? Raxnar says, I can solo a 33 rare, and I have 86 out of 160, and I'm doing it with Stella easy. Um, and, and I believe that. Absolutely, I believe that, because I've seen some of the players do it. I've seen uh, V-Ready do it, all right? V-Ready says that now suddenly he is unable to solo a 33 rare, uh, as a matter of fact, he ran one and it wasn't even, it couldn't even be random number generator because he he got less than half of it, less than half of it. So uh, my curiosity kind of wanted to go into, has anybody else noticed that the Armadas are getting harder? I, I haven't noticed that. Uh, maybe on the rares a little bit, but I think the rares have always hit a little bit harder. But I can't solo even a 31, so I haven't been able to do it. And, and I'm not the right person to ask on that. Now, a couple of people are saying yes. Patron St. Nick says yes. I've noticed that the rares are a little bit harder. Um, depends on crit chances. I agree. Uh, Raxnar says, what crew were you using, V-Ready? And if I'm not mistaken, you were using a typical Armada crew, didn't you say? Um, so, anyway, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that. I am not aware. They have not mentioned anything to me about any changes. And usually, folks... I, I know that stuff, okay? Even if they're doing tweaks. like I, I can, I, I'll go ahead and admit to you now, all right, because I was talking with, uh, with a developer earlier today. Um, I'll go ahead and tell you. I knew that they were working on this Swarm thing. Now, I didn't know that it was going to come today, but I knew that they were working on this Swarm thing from about two weeks ago because we actually answered some questions and did some, uh, some field testing on it. So I, I knew that there was a modification coming. I just didn't know that it was going to drop today, but I'm glad that it happened. All right. I knew that they were working on it. They do discuss this stuff with me. They have not said anything about touching the Armadas. Uh, However, if a few of you are having trouble now soloing Armadas that you used to be able to solo, um, then we we just need to double check and make sure that nothing is wildly wrong. V-Ready is extremely meticulous with his crew tracking. I know that. Um, but Stevens Aaron says it could just be RNG. The, the, the reason that RNG doesn't sit real well with me, Stevens Aaron, there is because, I mean, you go from soloing one to now only taking out half of one. That's a lot. That's a lot of a difference. So uh, there is something that, that we need to look at potentially there. And, and I will be more than happy to ask. Um, I don't, you know, I just don't know if they have or have not, but I'd be more than happy to ask. And I do know that they usually, uh, they usually share. Raxnar says, I'll run a live test now and we'll just see. Okay, cool. I appreciate that, Raxnar. Let's, let's see if you, if you have any more trouble today than you did maybe say in the last week or two. All right. Padawan says, do we know what's coming in the next arc? Maybe hints if you can. (laughs) I um, So here's, here's what I'll tell you Because believe it or not I have received a ton of messages It's very interesting that, that people think That if they ask me in private That I'll tell people uh, <laughs> But I don't Alright uh, As a matter of fact I'm going to read you uh, A private message I got from a player Because uh, I know this player pretty well And we, we've chatted a little bit And he said uh, He said Hey buddy Hey buddy old pal Any idea what the next major event is going to be or some theories or hints? And here was my professional reply. And this is the hint that I'm giving you today. I cannot discuss it, but you won't be waiting for long. That's all I'm going to say. Coming soon, everybody. Coming soon. All right. (laughs) Prater 5 says, I told him. You lie. I did not. (laughs) Tabby Moses says, Armada started. We'll know in seven minutes. All right. Very good. Um, I know I cannot tell you secrets, but I, I promised that uh, you won't have to wait for, for very long. Okay? There you go. <laughs> hey, that's a really good question, Meows. What about transporter pattern bonus officers? I know that I have brought this up. Okay? I promise that I have. And And it's interesting. You guys are really talking a lot about this right now, and I'm not exactly sure why. Um, There's there's something going around in the community. Let me be very clear. Scopely has not indicated that they're doing the 6 of 10 thing again with the 36,000 transporter patterns. I would love it personally if they did, but they have indicated to us, they indicated to us at the time that they did it, all right, that it was a one-time occurrence. Could it happen again? Sure, anything's possible. But they have not indicated that they would, and they have never told us anything other than, this was a one-time thing, okay? Uh, Scalyback says, folks have 36,000 transporter patterns. That's why. <laughs> Steven Zarin says, hey, it could tie in very well with Star Trek Day. It could, all right? But I don't, I don't have an answer for you. The only answer I've got is what they gave us three months ago and said that it would not happen again. It would not happen again. Uh, because, Crazy says, why repeat something that was really popular? Listen, I'm not going to say that they that they won't do it again. I think it would be a great idea for them to do it again. But, again, it goes back to the depreciation on officers, kind of like what you guys were just joking with me about. Does an officer depreciate 50%? Uh, does a Ford vehicle depreciate 50% after six months? You guys literally just said that to me. So a 36000 transporter pattern uh, officer, of an Epic officer, you know that might be more than they're willing to give. Again, I don't know. I have asked for it time and time and time again. I, I think that transporter patterns could really kind of be overhauled because, again, transporter patterns are something that we have actually earned in the game. They do have value. They do have value even in Epic, uh, in epic terms because we've earned those transporter patterns one way or another. Whether it was buying the Ultra Recruits or whether it was earning them in-game, We've earned those. Those are in-game currency. So to be able to turn around and spend those on a bigger supply of officers, I think, would be great. Uh, does it need to be 36000 Maybe, maybe not. All right? I would personally be happy with just extra officers available. Maybe give me some rare officers in there. I can't tell you how excited I would be to be able to use my transporter patterns to max Yuki. Okay, I'd be really excited about that. I really want that officer. I can't begin to tell you. Yuki, Yuki's on my list. I really want that one. An uncommon officer, Paul Joe. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love, I would happily spend epic transporter patterns on an uncommon officer. <laughs> Tabby Moses says, I would just like a transporter pattern. Okay. Yeah, Surgeon says you should have bought the packs for Yuki like we did. I know. I I jumped on the Yuki train a little bit late. I mean, she's good. I've got her at level twenty, but I'm still like a hundred shards short of maxing her out. And I mean a hundred shards is a long time with the uh with the ultra recruit pools. So uh yeah, transporter dust. You're right. Transporter dust. So uh let's see. Somebody else asked about gauntlet. Yes, I can confirm to you. Uh, Gauntlet has not been forgotten about. I do not know. Please don't ask. I do not know what it's going to consist of. They just told me that it had been rescheduled. Okay. It is literally on the calendar coming soon. All right. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what changes were made. If any, of course, I don't even know what the original iteration was. I don't have any details. I just know that it is ready. It is on the calendar. Okay. So Gauntlet is coming soon. Coming soon. Any other questions before we take our final break? Meow says, what about Sharv and Marcus? Better for PvP than Joe or whatever. Agreed. I, I agree with that. Um, I, Marcus is a secondary officer for me, and Sharvnik is a lower deck officer for me. So they're not as high on my priority list as maybe, say, Yuki would be. But I, uh, I, would, I'm, I am working towards all of these officers. As a matter of fact, I was talking to somebody earlier, and they said, when are you going to make the push for Ops 40? Uh, and I told them, I said, I'm not going to start doing that or start rep grinding again until I have all my officers maxed. Guys, I'm still, I am still doing the transporter recruit trick with, all, with my triple faction lock rewards every single day. I am still buying all of those faction, re- uh, faction recruit tokens to get all the transporter patterns because uh, my epic officers are going to be maxed faster that way than my rares will be. So uh, I, am, I am still doing that heavily. Uh, oh, I should. Uh, maybe I should. Now, I didn't buy him yet, um, but guys, what did I tell you I was short? Do you guys remember? I think I told you I was short what? When we started this back in, when did we start? Somebody, anybody remember? Maybe in May or June when we started this. Now, I think it was earlier than that. It might have been April, May. I don't remember. Anyway, when I started this, I was 550 shards away from Con. You guys remember? 550. I have it now. I have it. Between Transporter Patterns and the Swarm Sundays, I could now have Khan. Now, I haven't bought him yet because I don't have the indie credits yet. So I'm still waiting on that. But I have enough. And so now my sights have been set to Admiral Marcus, which is an even longer path because I'm like 700 shards short on him. So it's a long path. And that's why I decided I'm not going to be pushing into the 40s until I get these officers ready. I got to get my officers done because once I start rep grinding, I'm not going to have anything but Romulan credits, and I'm going to want to save those for my ships. So, there you go. Yeah, 960 shards. I've got I've got Marcus to 20 out of 20, but and I've, I think I've got like an extra 80 or 100 shards. So yeah, I'm 860 short of maxing him. That's going to be another long path. And and one that I will do before I push into the 40s. Officers are important, guys. Officers are big time. All right, Raxnar says we got 10 seconds left on his uh, rare 33 solo test. Let's see how it goes. Raxnar Give us Raxnar, ladies and gentlemen. Raxnar! Has Raxnar been able to solo this 33? Screenshots, please. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bad news. Raxnar died. Raxnar died. And the same thing. Yeah, throw. Oh. The Armada died. Yay! (laughs) All right. Yeah, congratulations. All right. V-Ready, so uh, V-Ready, here's the thing. I, I, there, could, there could have been something weird or funky about your crew that day. Just double-check it and maybe run it again. I know you don't want to waste the directives, but we get enough for one rare every two days. Maybe take another whack at it. Maybe take one more whack at it because a, a lot of people are not noticing any kind of a change. Uh, if you win, then it's not a waste, Okay. Um, but I, uh, I like I said, I, I don't think that there's been any change, or, or they would have probably notified us of that. But, but there we go, and there is the screenshot, folks. Using a Kirk Spock Khan soloing this 33 rare exchange Armada, uh, he took it out, and uh, Raxnar's research is up in the 80s as well. So be uh, ready, give it another go, okay? Give it another go. I know that, um, I know that. uh That uh, that may have been a little frustrating for you, but it could it could have possibly been a fluke. Okay. Ooh, look at that payout! Very nice payout. Ooh, that reminds me. Let me do. Let me give one other thing before we go. One last thing, and you know what? I bet I didn't upload these, so I'm going to do it right now, folks. I uh, I told you. Hey, let me uh, almost. I uh, I told you in the uh, episode teaser that I wanted to share with you how you may possibly be able to kill a Saul trader, all right? I, first of all, I have never even considered the possibility of killing a capital city trader. Never once. I, I mean, I'm an Ops 39. Those hostels are 49. I never dreamed that I would have had an opportunity to do so, okay? Um, yes, I did, Raxnar. I did go try. I went to Saul. I went, oh, Prater 5, I'm forgetting about Gala. Okay, writing two notes. Okay, Gala and Saul Traders. Let me show you these couple of screenshots really quickly because I thought that maybe I was also not doing it uh, not doing it right because the first thing that I did, let me see if I can find the screenshot from it. Here we go. Okay, guys, I went up with, first of all, I was told, uh, today with Pike, Moreau, and Chen, that I should be able to take a 3.3 million epic ship and try to kill a capital city trader. And I thought, huh? Well, okay. My enterprise is 3.3, but that same player said, "Now listen, I don't know. Maybe less than 3.3 could do it. My auger is 3.0. So I decided to go up and try it. Now, the first thing, um, first thing I posted in here is a, uh, is, you know, I probably shouldn't have posted these at the same time. Here's what happened. I went up with my auger using Pike Maroon Chen. You could see it there in the first screenshot. Now, I didn't blow up. All right? I attacked the hostel. We both survived. But I got a defeat banner. I got a defeat banner because we went 100 rounds. <laughs> we went 100 rounds. So then I thought, well, let me try it again. So, I waited for my shields to recharge. And fortunately, my shields recharged way faster than the, uh, than the traders did. My dogs are going crazy again. Sorry. So, my dogs... Uh, <laughs> yeah, my dogs... I can't, can't concentrate. Anyway, my, my shields recharged. I waited for them to get full. And then I did it again. And went another hundred rounds. And died again. Let me get you a screenshot of what my battle log actually looks like. So, you know I'm not fibbing to you. Um... I think I should still have it in here. Yep, sure do. Um, here we go. I'm going to send you these super quick. This is just a, a real brief synopsis of my battle log summary page. Okay? And you can see where I did it twice and then one. One. Okay? Take a look there. If you look down at the one that was, um, let's see, defeat, victory, defeat. L- long story short. It took me 256 rounds to kill that traitor, and I did it, but that was it, okay? And that and that was most of my hull. My, most of my hull was tanked at that point. Uh, let me give you an actual picture of some of these screenshots. Um, here is – nope, that's an Enterprise one. Let me find the one for my auger. Here we go. Defeat, defeat. Defeat. Oh, by the way, I was able to confirm that a 3.0 million ship couldn't do it. My auger could not do it, but my Enterprise did. So I went up there with this one first. All right. Hang on. Screenshots are coming. I know. I'm sorry. I'm being slow. I'm very sorry. Uh, then this one. And finally, this victory right here. Uh, all three of them are coming right now, folks. So it took me 230 or 250 rounds to finally kill this salt trader, but I was able to do it. Now, is that super economical and super efficient? Definitely, definitely not. But I was super happy to be able to have done it. <laughs> and by the way, I killed. I did my hostile hunt today. Uh, pretty much done <laughs> because I got two hundred and eighty-seven thousand points. I did Raxnor. I tried my enterprise, and that's what's in the graphics room right now. Uh, my auger couldn't do it. My auger. Uh, did end up dying, and then I, I could have repaired and come back and finished it, all right? But I was able to get one salt trader on one hull of my enterprise. Now as you can see from the third screenshot, definitely could not have gone again. Definitely could not have gone again. That was one salt trader, uh, three attempts, one hole of my enterprise, because those first two -- oh, come on. Hi, you scared me again. My, wi- my wife makes it a game to sneak up on me in the middle of the show and scare the piss out of me. Hey, Bubba. You want to come say hi real quick? You want to say hi to everybody? No? Are you tired and sleepy? Here, give Daddy hugs and kisses night-night. I love you. you. I love you. I I hope you have great dreams. You have wonderful dreams, okay? Okay, I love you. Night-night. I'll see you in the morning. Sorry guys, uh, yeah, that's it's it's almost his bedtime, so he's got to he's got to go get in. Aww. He's got to go get in bed because he's got kindergarten tomorrow. So anyway, here's what I was uh, wanting to drive at. Okay, soul traders, you might actually be able to do it if you have an enterprise or an, any epic ship at approximately somewhere between three zero and three three. I think if you're looking at my enterprise battle log, three three is probably about as low as you could. Maybe three two or three one, but but. That's, that's about it. That's about it. My 3 0 auger could not do it. Okay. So uh, there you go. 200. And how many rounds did that, did that last one go? The Enterprise. Uh, yeah, there it is. I, I posted that above the screenshots. You see where it says round two of 58? That was in my Enterprise. So that was the third round. That was the victory round. 258 rounds I went with a Salt Trader. And I got it. <laughs> All right. Raxnar says uh, it really starts to, to key up, okay? Uh, oh, Mishra. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have kindergarten tomorrow. Yeah, it's Labor Day. I forgot about that. It is his bedtime anyway, and he's been out playing all day. He's been very, very busy today for a five-year-old. Um, so, Prater says you might have a little bit of luck with Pike, Kirk, and Chen. Just be- Yeah, but I- I'll tell you why. I actually thought about that, okay? I thought about that, but take a look. Uh, my shields never completely fell. Look in my first two defeats, by the way, okay? My shields never completely fell. I, I was timing out, okay? So I didn't lose. I didn't get blown up. My shields did not completely fall. We just timed out. We went a hundred rounds. You'll notice that his shields didn't fall in the first round either. okay? So it it actually, I had just enough shield to make it to a hundred rounds. I had just enough shield to make it to 100 rounds. Raxnar says if you can get that Enterprise up a couple hundred thousand, 3.8 million Enterprise can do a few, and then, of course, the jellyfish is going to be much better once you get that up there, okay? Now, I'm with Crazy said this is good news because, as we know, most everyone has a level 35, 3.3 million epic ship. No, I'm not saying, but, but there are people in that gray zone. There are people in the upper thirties uh, who are contemplating whether or not to move into dark space. And again, let me be very clear: obviously, I'm not ready. I am not willing to hit one ship for one of my of, of one of my hulls. Okay, that's that's an extremely expensive, extremely expensive uh, thing, right there. Surgeon says I'm just not doing enough damage to kill it. That's exactly right because we timed out. We timed out at 100 rounds. I was not doing enough damage. Okay? So, um, you know, but you, you kind of have to have the damage reducer. Otherwise, I would die faster. So, I just need to upgrade my guns. I, upgrade, I need to upgrade my guns. All right? Uh, however, I will say this. Okay? If I, <laughs> if I at my level, wanted to go uh, do a cow event really easily for the solo and said forget about my alliance one of these traders finishes my solo one just one now that is completely selfish and very expensive and i wouldn't do it but there you go i just need a little more pound in my punch says snake eyes Just grind it out or buy a pack, right, Dreamweaver? (laughs) All right, folks, uh, let's do this. I do want to – I know we've kind of just touched on a lot of stuff today. Uh, Last thing I want to do very quickly is wrap up our discussion on Gala, all right? Housekeeping and Prater 5 and I have continued to do some additional testing this week. And what we – so has my alliance. Everything has gone really, really well. Uh, Here is what we have found. Two things that we found. And uh, this is really, really interesting. I believe that we may have potentially found a tooltip error. All right? I believe we may have found a tooltip error, Scopely, if you're listening. All right? It is my belief, and we have tested this thoroughly, thoroughly, it is my belief that the 31 uncommons and below are not actually firing a 200% critical damage bonus. They are firing... 160 percent now that sounds really uh detailed dj how did you come to 160 well easy because 150 didn't work (laughs) 150 didn't work and 160 did okay uh so yeah 160 percent threw a zero damage on a critical but 150 Uh, we were still catching damage, okay? So, uh, but this was only on 31s and down. So, and and again, I remind you, most of you at this point should not be teaming up on 31s, okay? So this is not a huge error. It's not going to affect gameplay. And and honestly, I didn't even... The only reason I brought it up was just to let you know that we had worked on it, and there does appear to be a tooltip error. If you're going to try to solo or duo or, or, or triple these lower ones, then you can, and I just want you to have the right information. But the, uh, the 31 uncommons and down. Now, by the way, the 31 rares, still 200. But the 31 uncommons and down, so that's 31, 29, and 27, they appear to only have critical damage bonus at 160%, okay? Okay. Well, and, and Blokeman says most players don't have the research to solo 31s, nor does it matter. If you're going to solo a 31, you can't use the pike Moreau gala method anyway. All right? Because you can't get Gala high enough. So if you're teaming up, and, and again, I'm here to tell you too, if you've got five Stellas, uh, even if the research is 10, okay? Even if your research is 10 and you've got five Stellas, you'll be able to take out a 31. So just know it. Just know that way, okay? Is that uh, the tooltip, I think, is 160% on 31 uncommons and down. It's 200% everywhere else. And also, one last thing that we found was that for some reason, the Kirk Spock gala method is best. Kirk Spock gala was definitely best. Pike Moreau gala. There was something hunky about that. There was something kind of weird because some some tests would work, some tests didn't. Most of them worked, some of them didn't. It it was just really weird. But, again, it was mostly on those lower-level ones. So, again, Pike moreau Gala is good, but it's simpler. It's simpler if you just say, hey, all right, if I'm running a five-man team, all right, and I'm the big guy, I'm going to say anybody who's joining my armada, I'm going to say, okay, uh, Wham, Trash, Karkin, and Kess. Kirk Spock gala, please. Kirk Spock gala, Stella's only, and then I'll bring the guns. I'll do. I'll do uh, Kirk Spock con. Okay. I, I think that's the simpler way to do it. Uh, thank you, Raxnar. There's a nice little sheet right there. And again, I I am recommending against uh, against the Pike Moreau gala. I don't like that one as much. Uh, after all the testing we did over the last three four days. It is my opinion that Kirk Spock gala four times is the absolute best. Raxnar says the second set looks and feels a lot better and it performed a lot better too. There was no math variance. Literally, those tests ran 100% accurately. Now, housekeeping, you say that you like Pike Moreau gala better, but you and I were talking earlier today that we couldn't even get it to work 100% of the time. <laughs> okay? So stop being the voice of dissension. We couldn't get it working hundred percent. Now, of course, as a reminder, yes, Gala does have to be max, uh, but Housekeeping obviously knows that too. All right, Housekeeping has been working on this testing for uh, for the entire week. So, um, anyway, I'm with Crazy. Says folks often talk about research ship levels and officers they should have done before they level up. Similar for Stella. Should I have a certain number out of 160 before going to 32, 35, or 40s, or not quite the same? No, not exactly, especially since you should be running in teams. All right, I'm with Crazy. Um, Obviously, if your M number is lower than anybody else, then you may be one of those sacrificial ships. You may be one of the ones running uh, with a Kirkspot gala, okay? But uh, no, I think if you're running with a good team, you know, then everybody can do it. Now, if everyone on your crew is running a 5 or a 6 M level, you know, then no, you don't need to go hit 35s. OK, 31s will probably be sufficiently challenging for you, but um, you will be able to test as you're growing up, as your research increases, you'll be able to push the limits. And that's kind of what this whole thing, this whole event has been about, is pushing the limits and how Kirk Spot Gala can help you push those limits. Okay, Uh, there we go. All right. Anything else? I think that's good. We, we've actually been able to talk about enough and stretch it out, so we're almost to two hours. <laughs> we did it. We talked about nothing. Actually, we talked about a lot of little stuff, which is good. Uh, yeah, Stevens, Aaron, you're exactly right. Seeing how close you can get to the edge without falling off. That's exactly – that's all the outlaw arc has been, okay? And I say arc, but even Stella. That's what the Stella and the Stella research is. How far can you push before you die? And then you know you're at your limit until a couple of more researches come. And I don't even mean for you. I mean a couple of more researches for your team. Okay? A couple more researches for your team, and you can probably push that line. All right? It can be done. So uh, there you go. Uh, Kirkspot Gala, definitely my recommendation. I know housekeeping still likes the Pike Moreau, but again, there's there's some wonky math on the lower-level ones, and I just don't like it. I don't like it. There's inconsistency. So – 50% Gala, four times. That's easy math. I think that's more reliable. More reliable. Okay, Wham uh, just did – looky there. Wham just cracked a 5.6 million base with his Stella. That's a fresh crack, ladies and gentlemen. The Stella is cool. It's getting cooler by the day. Lucky there. Surgeon says here's the Stella kill of the day. Uh, 670,000 Stella taken out. That 1.3 million Centurion. I love it. Very nice. The Stella gets cooler by the day ladies and gentlemen we're going to take our final break when we return we'll get ready to wrap up and play a game and get the heck on out of here on a sunday night love you mean it we will return in a moment my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast don't go anywhere oh come on see my head really wants to play a game right now but no we got to take our break we'll be back in a second hang on This program is made possible in part by a grant from Slam Fist Diet Shakes. Give us a week and we'll take off the weight or we break your jaw. Then and now. Going back to school then. Okay, sweetie, don't forget to pack your lunch in your knapsack and hurry up. You're going to miss the bus. I'm going, Mom. Going back to school now. Okay, sweetie, there's lunch in the fridge, and don't forget your mask, and hurry up, you're gonna miss your Zoom meeting. I'm going, Mom. And put some pants on today. being level 50, bro. My <laughs> seems to be behind Snake's eyes, behind Pew's I eyes, hours, only, only bases cries. <laughs> <love is> vengeance. <laughs> it's a great one, I know. Good evening, everybody. Everything. All right, Blokeman uh, is talking about some research. We got some screenshots here, and we'll take a look at them here uh, as we get ready to wrap up the show. Welcome back for break. Good evening. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I welcome you back to the show. Uh, real quick, some people are asking uh, real fast. Uh, there's some screenshots from Raxnar in the, uh, in the Talking Trek chat room. Maybe one of the moderators can pop some of those over. Real quick, so we can just ask about it very quickly. Blugman says, hey, how have you unlocked the Delta section? That's super easy. He bought Outlaw Research 3. Outlaw Research 3 gives you that gamma token to open up that uh, that gamma leg. All right? It costs money. All right? Uh, if you guys remember, if you look in your pack store right now, if you've not bought any research packs, then you've got Outlaw Research 1. That contains two alpha tokens. If you bought research uh, Outlaw Research 2, it contains two beta tokens. And if you purchase Outlaw Research 3, it contains two gamma tokens. So the people who paid were able to unlock both sides of the leg at the same time. The people who are, are going free to play are opening one leg at a time and then, when they get to the next rep level, we can go back and pick up on the other leg. That's why right now, for example, I am at, uh, I've got both alpha sides unlocked. I've got one half of the beta side unlocked, and I can't unlock the other side of beta until I get to known associate. And we're going to talk about known associate coming up here uh, in just a few more days. Uh, galaxy Leader Big Country is going to be known associate in uh, just four days, he's going to be there on Thursday. We'll be there to provide you uh, the screenshots and the video coming up uh, this coming Thursday. We'll do that. No associate gets unlocked on Thursday. All right. Uh, Meow says, but what if we already have both alphas? Does it give us extra we don't need? That is correct. That's correct. For example, if you already unlocked alpha, and, and th- you're right, this is one thing I'm not a real big fan of. All right. If you already unlocked both sides of the alpha and you want to go and buy the, uh, the Outlaw Research 2, you can't until you buy Outlaw Research 1, which will give you extra alpha tokens that you can't use. So uh, think of it from this perspective. Uh, if you want the Gamma tokens, they're going to cost you 300 bucks. The Beta tokens cost you 200 The Alpha tokens cost you 100 but it's all-inclusive. Okay? And those packs did, of course, provide you with a bunch of materials needed to progress through the research. So you got extra stellar Particles and research credits to help you go through uh, all that. Marketing-wise, <laughs> Snake Eye says it's a genius. Bla- uh, Player-wise, it makes me gnash my teeth because I may potentially want to buy the the second pack to get my second half of the beta leg open but i can't i have to spend two hundred dollars to get my beta token which i don't like but uh yeah blokeman says i don't call that genius at all (laughs) although surgeon says it's completely worth it if you guys are willing to spend three hundred dollars then unlocking those researches he claims is one thousand percent worth it so there you go okay um Prater 5 says it absolutely is. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Do we have anything else to get to? Any questions? I'll give you guys the floor for just about four or five minutes. Uh, You guys have the floor uh, for just a couple of minutes as we wrap up on our Sunday evening edition of Talking Trek Live. Any questions, comments, complaints, anything that we've discussed today on the show? You guys go right, right ahead and speak up or type. Prater says, what's happening in game on Tuesday? I guess we'll have to wait till Tuesday and find out. Happy Star Trek Day. I ima- Listen, I imagine something could potentially happen on Tuesday. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a, a special chest or a thank you chest or a Star Trek Day celebration chest or if it's going to be an event. I have no idea. All right? No clue. But it is Star Trek Day. It would absolutely make sense for Scopely to do something cool. Um, are we getting tacos on Tuesday? Possibly. Okay? Maybe. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Admiral Sack Attack says we'll likely get some type of a chest. That would be cool. I'm always good with that. Raxnar says uh, I predict new Discovery wormhole event. Well, Discovery didn't use wormholes, so that doesn't even work, Raxnar. Uh, (laughs) Wild Thing says free pizza for all servers. Uh, Pizza Taco Tuesday. You guys are weird. That's weird stuff. All right. Bordas Burritos. I've had enough of this. I've had enough of this. I have to go inside and watch junk TV with my wife. Oh, wrong button again. <laughs> yeah, let's give something away. You're right. I, I'll tell you, guys, I have... Do you guys want to hear something embarrassing about Ultimate DJs? Here, I'm going to give you something embarrassing about me. All right, uh, real quick. All right, here is something embarrassing about Ultimate DJs. I love trash TV. I don't love all trash TV. Most of the time I like good stories. I like sci-fi, blah, blah, blah. My wife last year asked me to sit and watch this terrible, terrible, awful TV show. And I did. And I became completely, completely enthralled with this show. Absolutely, ridiculously Uh, Impressed I laugh out loud at it And it is straight trash Hang on Let me see if uh, Let me see if I can find it real quick Um, Let's see If you guys will recognize I know you're not going to recognize this You're not going to recognize it Because it's absolutely terrible It's horrible TV Uh, We'll see if you guys recognize the theme song And it's on tonight And my wife is texting me right now Says there's a vote tonight Hurry up and come watch Somebody's getting voted Somebody's getting voted off the island (sighs) <sighs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, very, very much enthralled with Love Island. Yeah. Wow, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> I am. It's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah, you're right, Sag Attack. There's bad, and then there's Love Island bad. This show is ridiculously bad. And I am, I am literally hooked to every second of it. It's a guilty pleasure. No, Raxnar says there's bad and then there's holy moly bad. Thank you, Burn Like Ice. Burn Like Ice says when Love Island comes on, he's in front of the TV. I, I dig it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh as uh, for some of you guys who may or may not know a new episode aired tonight at nine o'clock it's on right now i've got my dvr going and somebody's getting voted off tonight and i gotta go vote so let's play the game and get out of here <laughs> there's another one love island is really bad uh but there's another one Have you guys watch temptation island Temptation Island is just as bad, and I love it. It's worse, says Harley Quinn. I I love it. These two shows make me feel so good about myself. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Here, don't leave the room yet. Let's make somebody a winner. <laughs> yes, this sci-fi nerd loves watching... Young, hot singles make fun of themselves and act a fool on national television. Oh, no. No, Battle Droid. The shows are not supposed to produce a marriage. They're pure trash entertainment. McSurgeon says, that's what my wife is watching right now. Well, I'm getting ready to join her, Surgeon. Here we go. Let's find a winner. No, meows. This is not staged. What in the hell happened? Why did it pick two? God bless it. What? What? <laughs> You know, this is ridiculous. Vita, <laughs> Vita, when you listen, when you listen back to this show, this has got to get fixed. Unbelievable. Ah, now listen, it picked two. It picked two. I'm going to have to, I mean, literally, it picked two simultaneously. All right, whatever. Uh, Metal, 66, and Meows. I'm going to let both of you play. Neither one of them are server 15. That's why I'm going to let them play. <laughs> Fix the odds here a little bit. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to put two non-server 15 players in. It's going to balance it out a little bit. All right, Metal, 66, and Meows. I'll let you both play. Did somebody else do a command? Did, did I do a command? I just did one. Did any of the mods do one? No? Yeah. Alright, well, whatever. We'll do two. Alright, Meows and who do we have? Meows and Metal 66. Are they both here? I'm not gonna do two games. We're just gonna do it like we did last week and we're gonna let the winner claim twice. Or let the winner play and the winner gets uh, both players will get what the with the first player. So metal sixty-six is gonna be my player. Metal sixty-six and meows. Metal 66 will be the player, and Meows just takes whatever Metal wins, all right? <sighs> Good night in heaven. Uh, let's see. All right, Metal 66 and Meows are both here. Welcome to the game. I've actually got a couple of different games for you to choose from today. I'm going to let you choose. Fake News or Florida, Strip Club or Daycare, or... Uh, steakhouse or Gay Bar. You get to choose the game, Metal 66. All right, Metal 66, you choose the game. He says he wants to play strip club or daycare. The game is ready. Now I need you to choose a chest between 1 and 20. That'll be the chest that is yours and remains a secret. All right, the random number generator. You know, I just complained about this last week, ironically. Random number generator just chose a chest. And it chose chest number one Alright, so that's DJ's chest DJ is playing with number one Metal 66, you chose chest number six And uh, Meows, you're going to get chest six as well That will be your secret chest That will stay secret until the very end And I'll try to make you a deal to buy back Alright, chest number six Very good Chest number one Wow uh, Let's see, oh, there we go No wonder I hadn't re-randomized them Uh, There we go. Okay, chest six and chest one. Okay, this is pretty good. All right, metal 66. Metal 66, Uh, here you go. Strip club or daycare. I'm going to read you the name of a business. You just tell me if you believe it is a strip club or a daycare, and you'll get 20% of your prize for each correct answer. Metal 66, are you ready to play? Metal 66 says yes. All right, here's your first one. The candy store. I think that sounds familiar. The Candy Store. Phoenix, Arizona. Strip club or daycare, please? The Candy Store. Metal 66 says that's a strip club. Metal 66 is correct. How about the Peekaboo Room? Sorry, Peekaboo Club. The Peekaboo Club. New York, New York. Strip club or daycare? The Peekaboo Club. All right. Looking for Metal 66 to give his answer. He says that's a strip club. That one actually is a daycare. (laughs) The Peekaboo Club is a daycare How about this one? Jumbo's Clown Room Jumbo's Clown Room Los Angeles, California (laughs) Strip Club or daycare (laughs) Jumbo's Clown Room Wow Uh, Metal66, your answer is Strip Club And that is correct (laughs) That's a terrible name for a strip club Jumbo's Clown Room. That's awesome. All right, here, how about this one? Little Darlings. Little Darlings, Oakland, California. Strip club or daycare? Little Darlings. Metal 66 says that's a daycare. Nope, sorry. That one is a strip club, Little Darlings. All right, you got 40% of your prize. Here we go. 60% on the line. Prime time, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Prime time. Strip club or daycare, please. Metal 66 is typing. Metal 66. <laughs> Prater, that's hilarious. Metal 66 says that's a strip club, and unfortunately, that is a daycare. Primetime is a daycare. Uh, Prater 5, that's a really funny screenshot. That system that's down in, in Outlaw Exchange Space, that's D-O-D-G. He said all these places sound dodgy. Get it? Dodgy? That's good. All right, so here's, uh, here's what we got. All right? Metal 66 won 60, sorry, 40% of your prize, right? You got 40% of your prize. Let's make a deal. I'm going to offer you 40% of your chest. 40% of your chest is, I never told you even what we were playing with. I'm sorry. Chest number one contained 500 uncommon. 500 uncommon, so pretty daggone good. 40% is going to equal 200 of that. All right, 200 uncommon of whatever you want to whatever you want to do. I will buy your case back for 200 uncommon materials of your choice or I'll let you keep chest number 6 and you get to take 60% of it. 60% of it. All right, metal 66, 200 uncommon or do you want 60% of your secret chest? Metal 66 says, "Oh yeah, I'm bouncing with 200 uncommon. Congratulations yeah. to you. You're a winner." Now, Scalyback says, I would have taken the 60%. Just out of curiosity, Meows, would you have taken the 200 Uncommon, or would you have taken the 60%? Just out of curiosity, Dreamweaver said 60%. Scalyback says 60%. Meows, I'm just curious if you're going to be happy or not happy with your prize. Meows says, I probably would have taken the 60%. If that were the case, if you had taken the 60%, Then you would have hooked up with the contents of chest number six, which contained 1,000 rare directives, so you would have gotten 600 rare directives. I gotta be honest with you, the conversion rate on rare directives and rare armadas do not equal 200 uncommon. I do believe, in fact, that the 200 uncommon was the correct way to go. Yes! (laughs) Absolutely. Both Meow's and Metal got a great deal. The 200 Uncommon is yours. Yeah. Day Trade says pretty even. I don't know. I mean, that's only three rare Armadas. Uh, Depending on how many chest pulls you got, you wouldn't have gotten 200 Uncommon. You definitely wouldn't. You would have gotten some Uncommon, maybe some shit BPs, but you wouldn't have gotten 200. And Meow says, which Uncommon do we get to choose? Why, yes. Yes, you do. Because I love you that much. You get to choose your prize. So both of you, Metal66 and Meows, please do send me a private message with your player ID and uh, what selection of the 200 uncommon materials that you want, and we will get you your prize. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't the only game we've got going on. For those of you listening in podcast form after the show has been taped, we've got an off-air game for you. It is called Spam It, and all you have to do is join our Discord. If you are in the Talking Trek room right now and you have not joined in the Spam It Room. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Go on up into the spammer Room. Click in uh, the Spam It Room there and just type anything. The bot is going to catch you. It's going to register you. And if you're listening in podcasts, that's all you got to do. Come into the spammer Room, type anything, and you're immediately registered for up to 500 Uncommon Materials. Our next drawing, our next giveaway for that is coming up in just 10 days. That is Wednesday, September 16th. Wednesday, September 16th, will be the next drawing for 500 Uncommon Materials. Make sure you do that. Guys, please do visit our website. That is TalkingTrack, online. Talking Trek, stfc. online. there you can find links to join our patron program and support the show you'll find links to our YouTube channel where I desperately want you to go over there and subscribe to the channel more video content coming soon and I need you to go over there and subscribe to the channel so we got all kinds of good numbers to show off for the overlords alright also you'll find a link to our Amazon store and our merchandise store guys go get some cool talking Trek swag for you to put on your behind alright I'd like very much for you to do that. If you join the Patreon program, then you will be joining the like-mindedness of players just like these. And I want to say thank you to these folks for continually supporting the show. Gregor, Sky, Venkman, and I, Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, Doom, and Hank. Thank you guys so much. Lord Neelix, Chuck's the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Steven's Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, and Fookum. These guys are all gold sponsors. Thank you. Hi, I bombed you. Thorn. Virtual Army, Jay Berg, Star Fox, Morgul, and DJ Gurr. Red 2 Unhani, Just Skippy Aseas Asriel Dunk And Bojack 813 Crush Jonathan Ingram Jason Tabby Moza Regis McRock Lady Kess uh, Frank Gallo Engineering Free Philly And Hudson All gold sponsors Thank you so very very much Doc 31 Morpheus Fartasia Nick Burns Cam Coulter NC And Jetski Wingnut Filler Fluffy Puma CCXN uh, Grubs sh- uh, Devil's Advocate Goofy Names Rock Leonidas Olfino, Space Sheriff Redkowski. <laughs> I never say that one right Raxnar Striker Be Ready Gary Ryan Indie Dan Quack Boo And welcome back to our friend Mr. Fusion Our latest gold patron For Talking Trek Live Which is a registered trademark And recorded in front of a live studio audience For distribution across podcast platforms everywhere My name is Ultimate DJs I will see you coming up this Wednesday Love you, Mina Bye-bye Oh, 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 oh,